Welcome everybody to the B&B Unplugging Central Coast Rugby Podcast. Each week, Berner and Barthy will cover a range of topics and bring you the latest news from the Central Coast Rugby Competition. Good chat, good footy, good fun. Take it away, boys. Thanks, Tomo, and welcome back to another episode of the B&B Unplugging Central Coast Rugby Podcast. On this week's episode, we're going to have a chat to a couple of our sponsors. Uh, we're going to talk about International Women's Day. We're going to have our first weekly winner of our uh, prize pack. Uh, we're going to talk bad injuries, and that's all on top of the usual dribble that we uh, cover off for about half an hour each week. Barthy, how's your weekend? Mate, my, my weekend was great. Uh, not too much, just a uh, bit of relaxation. Um, not as good as your weekend, though, mate. No. We, uh, for listeners at, uh, at home... Uh, the great man, Bernard, decided to wind back the clock and, and put his boots back on. And uh, So, Bernard, how'd it go, mate? Yeah, great. We actually uh, took out – so we went and played the Cowra Tens. And um, the way the, the narrative reads is that uh, I made the comeback and we've taken out the plate, won $600 in prize money. So okay. um, the Cowra Tens is a fantastic tournament uh, held in Cowra every year. Um, and teams from all across New South Wales go there. Great tournament and um, really good social aspect to it as well. So I basically went there for two reasons. Uh, one, to play rugby and two, to you know, promote the podcast. So that's the, the good version of it. The yep. realistic version is we went out there to promote the podcast. I didn't take any of the gear that I was meant to take. So I, meant, I was meant to take some, uh, some coasters to sort of throw around the pubs there. We had some vehicles and some other stuff. We got the usual prizes. So I forgot that. That was the first thing. Good so start. Yeah. So step one of promoting the podcast didn't go too well. Nice. And um, about <laughs> probably 90 seconds into the return of the playing career, my <laughs> groin went. <laughs> so I've gone on the field. Um, so for the moment you left the field, well, we just went in leaps and bounds. Well, that was the only game they really lost all day. <laughs> and went on to win the, win the tournament. Yeah. Um, now, more importantly, mate, just to cut you off. Yeah. I would hope that the six hundred dollars went back into the local economy. Uh, it definitely did very yeah. quickly. My, <laughs> I think we got the prize money at about twenty to nine, and yep. it was um, we're walking out of BWS with um, with some of Cara's finest at about yeah. five to nine. So, um, yeah, no, uh, good weekend. Um, yeah, not too stoked about the sort of the groin going when, yeah. when you're getting back into it. But um, yeah, stoked with the boys. Uh, boys old, got a really good win. It's an old person's injury, that is. It is. Well, I was thinking about it, like the groin's a pretty good injury to do because you're not in a lot of pain. There's no sort of severity to it or anything. I've but, seen um, the size of your groin. <laughs> There's no, no <laughs> of pain there. It was quite a sight. I got straight in the budgies <laughs> and had ice on it straight away as well. Um, but no, uh, it was a really good day. And um, a, quite a good thing. And this is what sort of happens at those tournaments. Um, in the grand final, we'll sort of, you know, I was on the cans all day, so I was obviously pumping up the boys who were absolutely shattered to still be playing their seventh hour, <laughs> seventh hour of rugby, regardless of... It was of, hot out there. Uh, yeah, or 32 or so. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's a good day to hydrate. And, um, yeah, there was a bloke that came over at the start of the grand final and, you know, just in his civvies, and he came around and said, hey, boys, do you need any players? And I'm like, oh, I've got sort of four or five on the bench, but, you know, if you want to chuck a jersey on, like, what do you play? And he's like, oh, well... I can basically play anywhere for you. So they're, they're the kind of guys that you want in your team. Didn't yeah. look like he could play anywhere. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he's um, – so I gave him my jersey, um, gave him my boots. And Was he a prop? Uh, yes. <laughs> the <laughs> ability-wise and, and, and otherwise. Um, gave my boots and he said, all right. And uh, he goes, look, the real reason that I want to play is that – my mates have said if I can get a grand final jersey that they'll shout me beers all night at the pub. Nice. But nice. if I can get on in the grand final, they'll shout me rums all night. <laughs> nice. So made a collective decision that if we were well up in the grand final that yeah. we'll get him on. 
Um, and the boys killed it in the grand final. I think we're up five tries to, to none. Um, didn't yeah. really look like losing. And uh, Wade Hanell scores a try. We send the big fella on for a conversion attempt right yeah. in front of the post. Latest recruit. Sprays it to hit the <laughs> corner post. Um, but gets a free night on the rums. There so go. we hook him straight away and that's his night set. Takes the jersey off. Actually, before he takes the jersey off, he celebrates with the team. You know, <laughs> woohooing around, we did it. Um, I've lost my spot in the team photo at this point. <laughs> I'm a forgotten I'm a memory. Um, but that's the kind of things that happens at those sort of tournaments and that's the stories that you sort of get from it. Um, but yeah, no, really good weekend away. Um, but one thing I did want to sort of touch on was injuries. Um, as I said, mine's a, you know, you do your groin, you still function, everything's fine. And there was, um, there was a couple of sort of bad ones that happened, but one in particular to one of the, the warrior players, Jason Jones, who's, uh, sitting in a hospital bed at the moment. Is his Um, brother David? Uh, yes. (laughs) Very reputable company. <laughs> um, uh, unfortunately, had a bad <laughs> killing me. Uh, unfortunately, had a bad leg break. Um, broke his tibia and fibia in the one motion. Um, it's probably the worst injury I've seen on a rugby field, yeah, to be that's... honest. Um, and they're they're never sort of good to see. And uh, yeah, he spent the night in Cara Hospital, mm. and you know we're recording this on. Monday Arvo and he's uh he's still he's in Gosford <laughs> Hospital now. They had to just basically dope him up on a shitload of endone and send yep. him home in the car to get back to Gosford. Um, so couldn't do much for him um, either there or at Orange. Um, so yeah, he's sitting in there and looking like a pretty lengthy still on the sideline. Yeah, yeah. We'll probably post a photo of that onto our socials um, of his break, but uh, it's it's pretty clean. Um, so that actually got me thinking. We're talking about a lot of you know injuries on the weekend because you know hot topic and thinking about what's the worst injury that you've done and you know or seen on the field. So I'll throw over to you. What's the worst injury that you've done and what's the worst injury you've seen on the rugby field, mate? Uh, worst injuries. I've uh, I've had a variety of them over the years. Um, most most painful, I think, without a doubt, was when I um, I broke a couple of ribs and and um, and popped the cartilage around the busted ribs. Um, yeah, that that wasn't that wasn't very much fun at all, and you didn't sleep for a few days. Had to uh, um, sort of sitting upright in the couch, and and um, yeah, when when the uh, radiologist's name comes back into my head, I'll I'll jump back to another story. Um, but but um, probably the worst injury I've had long term wise, um, I tried to turn back the clock. The mind was willing, but the body was weak, and and uh, I. Um, I had a competitive game of rugby a few years ago now, probably about five, and, and uh, thinking I still had it um, up in the Taree competition. And um, I, um, I, got, I got cleaned out, um, dominating over the ball. You know. <laughs> 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 I was where I shouldn't have been. <laughs> I got belted. And, uh, and as, I got, as I got cleaned out, the bloke, um, he sort of landed on top of me and I dislocated uh, my shoulder and, and broke my, um, my collarbone. And uh, went to sort of Tari uh, Manning Base Hospital, and, and they said, "Oh, look, you, it's um, your collarbone's broken. You'll be you'll be fine. They just heal themselves." And they sent me on my way. Um, and then I, I went to Gosford Hospital. Um, they said, "Oh, mate, she's got a broken collarbone. Um, you'll be right." And uh, anyway, after a while, the shoulder wasn't getting any good, and I couldn't put anything on the roof racks of the car, and it was giving me grief. And and uh, went to the physio to have a look at it, and, and the physio's. <laughs> Said, mate, it's stuffed. <laughs> and uh, eighteen months later, I um, I had to get a full full reconstruction and ske- uh, skeletal reconstruction as well of my shoulder. So it was. Um, Is that because they just didn't fix it initially? No. no. And the and the specialist who uh, shout out to Ed Bateman, Doctor Ed Bateman, did a brilliant job, best he could. 
Uh, <laughs> he was blowing up Deluxe. He could see it was desiccated in the x-rays they did at the hospital 12, 18 months earlier. Oh. So my shoulder had been out the whole time, something along those lines. Um, I grew a massive um, bone spur um, on my collarbone where it had busted. They had, he had to shave that off and, and um, so it was a fairly long recovery after that. So uh, there was <laughs> went the only way he could put it back together, he said you cannot play contact sport ever again it's the only way they could sort of put it back yeah and i said mate you're sweet you got nothing to worry about there (laughs) (laughs) golden holidays don't exactly count so that was um a long-winded uh worst injury i've done the the latest one Uh, and when you're an old man you break a lot easier so what What about what about the worst one you've seen worst injury i've seen probably probably as a coach um you see you know, lots of sort of broken arms and yeah, fingers yeah. and dislocated bits and bobs. But, um, mate, young uh, – well, he's old now, but young Mitch Hurst, um, he broke his leg uh, at, at Avoca versus uh, – Terrigal versus Avoca, and, and um, it, was a, it was a good, solid break. His, his leg was all dangly, and, and, uh, and his, uh, his socks were kind of holding it all, holding it all together. And, and um, yeah, that was a, uh, yeah, that was a pretty nasty break. That's definitely the worst break I've seen. What about you, mate? Uh, yeah, legs are no good. Uh, the worst one I've done um, is probably my Achilles. So, I mean, Achilles isn't something you really think, or I'd never thought of as an injury. I had shoulder injuries and, you know, knee injuries and stuff. And then we went away to a Crescent. Uh, the Crescent had sevens, and, you know, we had a big night night before, and we're trying to warm up. We had like a 9 a.m. game or something like that. None of us were in any sort of state or mood to warm up. And... Um, saw this gap, sort of went for it, and I thought I rolled my ankle, <coughs> and um, sort of like. But when you roll it, you know, you try and move your ankle around and sort of mm. get the blood flowing back into it. You just keep playing. Anyway, I was like, I couldn't get anything back into it. it wasn't too painful. I walked off, and um, Paul Gurley, who was the coach at the time, he's, I was like, you just try and strap it up, and he went to strap, and he could put his finger into my Achilles and push it right into the back of my foot. <sighs> and he just looked at me and he goes, Nah, you're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> and um. And I was like, oh, it doesn't like it doesn't feel too bad or anything like that. And um, but as the day sort of wore on, because I walked on it all day, and think like walking with no Achilles isn't the greatest thing because you've got yeah. no no movement in your foot at all. Worked on it all day. Um, it was getting sore and sore as the night progressed. But um, I suppose the beers helped yeah. ease the pain. Yep. Yep. And the next day, that pain was <laughs> oh, so severe. And the also the um, like the recovery process of that is yeah. you know it was nine months to yeah. sort of get it all all back together. And um, how long are you in a boot? Uh, I was in a boot for four months. I had like a back. So they basically, sorry, they put a front slab on. They didn't operate on me. That was a trial because they said this works in old people, so we we'll give it a go on you. <laughs> I was the first like younger experiment on the coast. Um, so basically, you put in a front slab, point your toes down, and your Achilles just mends itself back together, kind of like horse. They, they described it as like horse tail, just sort of like the fibers mend itself back together, and then slowly over the course of six months, you you're wearing a boot in the uh, sorry four months wearing a boot and a heel and they slowly just um, decrease that heel. So you're yeah. stretching your Achilles back out. Yeah, yeah. And they did that and, um, yeah, had to learn to walk again and do all that sort of stuff, but it's a long recovery. And yeah. I'm super scared of it now because everyone who's done it is a ton of professional athletes, David Beckham, um, Stephen Halls, Justin Hodges. I know I'm putting myself in, <laughs> in the same ilk <laughs> as these similar body shapes, similar ability, et cetera. Um, once you do one, you just straight away do the other because yeah. your other one, the one that you snap, grows back stronger twice yep. as strong so you always do the other one so I always feel the left one now just sort of start to tweak and I just stop whatever just I'm doing ease up on that explosiveness when you well that's that was the issue and that's <laughs> been the issue for the last six years <laughs> that explosiveness um, 
But yeah, but look, to, you know, to, to throw that back actually and tie it back into the weekend, um, similar thing happened. Uh, 2013, we played. I captained that we were to their first ever winless season. Mm. The following year, I snapped yep. my Achilles and we win the comp. <laughs> <laughs> Very similar to the weekend. Um, and broken, as you mentioned with Hursty, my worst ones have been broken legs. Seeing yeah. that. Um, Nick Gunnett a couple of years ago, my best mate, he, uh, he broke his leg in the same ruck as me and just hearing the crunch of it yeah, and yeah, just... Yeah. just Hearing grown men scream is never a good thing. Um, it was a little bit funny with him, but <laughs> on the weekend, probably not so much. But um, yeah, uh, shout out to Jason, who's now yeah. <laughs> currently sitting He's just up. sitting in the hospital. <laughs> Hopefully, the endones are the endones kicked in, mate. Well, mate, um, we were going to open the show with this, but we got a little bit carried away talking about our injuries and and. Uh, that sort of stuff, but uh, International Women's Day uh, this week. So a uh, big shout-out to uh, all the women involved in, in rugby as players, administrations, uh, coaches. Um, volunteers. Volunteers. All women that are involved in the game. It, uh, you are amazing. We very much appreciate all the efforts you do. Um, I know personally I love watching them play. Um, it's just the best. And uh, a shout-out to my mum and sister and, and wife and daughter and everyone who came to watch me play and support me either coaching playing administering whatever i was doing um they were they were all brilliant and uh my nan even came to watch me play back in the day did she yeah yeah she uh she li- used to live down at um down edelong and w- when we were playing warway and uh and she came to watch me play a game and and um there's two things i can't fight so i don't <laughs> and um <laughs> And it was the only ever time I got in a punch up in the footy field. My nan was watching me play. <laughs> was she disappointed in the Mate, result? It, it was. It was disappointed in me. <laughs> it was handbags at ten paces. <laughs> Mate, I was like a windmill with a with a broken bearing. It was it was wailing everywhere. Nothing hit. And thankfully, nothing hit, nothing hit me from the opposition bloke. I don't know who he was, but uh, and my, my wife said, "I can't believe you got in a fight with your nan watching you." But. Uh, well, anyway, we things to you. Yeah, but uh, shout out to all the women. You, you, you're fantastic and I love you. All right, well, Barthy, last week we talked about our weekly prize pack. Uh, so we're actually going to give one of them yep. away now. Yeah. So the weekly prize pack, if you weren't listening last week, number one, go back and listen to that one. <laughs> and then number two, uh, every week we're going to give away a beer cooler, some coasters and some stickers, uh, B&B obviously, uh, to... One person who tags us in a social media post yep. every week. Um, some did something that we did encounter is that there's a lot of people that are following us from private accounts. So if you do tag us in something um, and you are on private and we are not following you because we won't follow everybody, we, we, yeah. just, we just can't. It's not sustainable to follow every single person that follows us. Um, you must send that through to us because we won't get that tag. So a couple of people have tagged us from private accounts, but just make sure you let us know about it. I'm more than happy to see it. Um, we'll follow if we, if we sort of need to, but um, yeah, make sure we know about it. And the main reason for doing all this is for us spreading the word about Central Coast Rugby Union. So the more that you know, any social media posts that you guys have of trials or anything on the weekend, please tag us in it so we can share it, we can promote um, what's happening at Central Coast Rugby around the coast. Um, so Barthy, the winner this week, who is our winner? A winner this week uh, from a private account, uh, Hutcho ninety one. He will uh, ninety one. Yeah, he will. Uh, he, we'll send him out a a prize pack. Um, so uh, Hutcho ninety one, if you're listening, uh, you need to DM us with your postal address, and uh, and we will send them out to you. 
Uh, and whilst we're talking about the, the, the postal debacle, mm. we've, we've been tipped off there's a cheaper way. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll investigate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, there probably won't be a cheaper way. So if you are happy to sponsor the postage, um, get in touch as well. Yep. We, I think we said about 300 bucks or so last week. So if you're happy to be the, the postage service, you will get a mention. Every, weekly. Weekly. Um, it can be your name. It can be anything that you want. We're happy, we're happy to sell our soul in any way possible to cover <laughs> the postage. <laughs> That's it, DM us here with your with your uh, with your business name, and that that would be great. We'd appreciate it. Congratulations to Hutcho ninety one. Well, Bernard, it's time we thanked one of our sponsors. Um, we've got her on the line, uh, the Grazy Lady. Uh, for those of you listening, uh, she's jumped on board. We're very much appreciative of her support for our monthly mouthful giveaway. And uh, Julie, uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, tell us a little bit about what the Grazy Lady does. Oh, yes. So the Grazy Lady, we do um, parties, we do grazing boards, we um, do boxes, we function for all um, catering needs. Um, it's just my daughter and myself. We love to feed people and all our boxes are made with love and our grazing tables. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, well, I can t- I can tell you what the grazing boxes are absolutely brilliant, Bernie. You remember when we we're calling the grand final? Uh, Jules are kindly donated us a, a grazing box, and, and uh, when I was allowed to get my hands in there, wasn't um, often. <laughs> it was uh, it, it was fantastic. So uh, Jules has come on board and, and is, is uh, donating a box for our monthly giveaway, which will be fantastic. And uh, for those of you on the social media, um, jump on the Grazy Lady, and um, you can see all the wonderful things that she does, the foods that she prepares. And, and uh, thanks a lot, Jules, for uh, coming no on board. No worries. Also, I'd also like to say that I love to support local businesses. So my honey is from Copa. I do teeny tarts from Marimba. All my produce, um, Little Creek cheeses. I try to support the local businesses. Um, and yeah, and Australian made products too are my big call as well. That's great stuff. And considering we are about you know the local businesses and promoting the community, so it's good to see you using uh, local produce as well. Fantastic. Good on you, Julia. Thanks for supporting the podcast. No worries. Okay, thank you. Cheers. Bye. All right, well, Barthy, each week we're trying to cover off a couple of clubs in the uh, lead up to the. Uh, this season, yep. so we got through two last week. Yeah, well, uh, mate, why don't we cover off what we seeing so uh, they called back their former inspirational captain for a, uh, a comeback at Cowra. The Cowra <laughs> comeback, it's been known, local folklore down there. The, uh, <laughs> it's in the Cowra times, I believe. Yeah. So, uh, mate, how were they looking? Uh, I know you, you're, uh, you, you obviously watch from a distance these days, but... Um, what was the feeling that uh, you could see and, and what's the uh, word on the street? Yeah, feeling was good. A bit of an invitational team that sort of went away. Uh, I did want to get – they've got a new coach that's on board. Um, unfortunately, ran into some health issues last week, so I was yeah, hoping right to actually get him on board the podcast this week. So we'll have to probably postpone the Wee interview for this week and yep. um, we might get her on in future weeks when he's feeling um, – a little bit better because we do want to get the coaches on yeah. sort of where we can to sort of, um, you know, get their perspective of exactly what's happening. But, um, yeah, some good things happening around there, but um, we might just postpone that for next week. Yeah, mate, I've heard some great great things about uh, the what he's bringing to the club and uh, and his thoughts of training methods and those sorts of things. You heard anything in, in that regard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, he's getting people to training, which is a good thing. Yeah, um, he's bringing he's a couple of players that have come back that have sort of played in juniors and they've moved back to the area just, you know, by chance and they're, they're coming back for the run and they were, um, they were pretty pumped on the weekend. So, um, yeah, good things happening, but let's just say they're, you know, a better year than last year. Well, talking about clubs that had a better year than the year before, um, the Vogue Beach Sharks, they made the semifinals, snuck into that fifth spot last year. 
Um, and uh, Berner, I think uh, I think we should get someone on the line to have a chat to. What do you reckon? Let's do it. Justin Staven, how are you? Yeah, good things, boys. Uh, thanks for having me, mate. So how the uh, how the sharks shaping up this year? Um, bit of a, uh, a, a a more competitive year last year than than uh, the one before, which is good. All signs good for the sharks in 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 sort of building a more competitive side. How's it uh, looking for twenty twenty one? Yeah, it's been a bit um, oh, a little scrappy to start. We had good numbers, and then uh, we just haven't had the same people turning up week in, week out um, for the pre-season. But I have high expectations on training from last year and we're getting there, but yeah, I don't know, maybe I'm just a bit greedy with what I want. <laughs> well, you were a little bit spoilt last year with the King Cumber Colts joining the Avoca Sharks. So. <laughs> the merger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had, we, numbers were pretty high, high last year, so it actually <laughs> it ended up a... Um, from one extreme to the other, get a search with players. You're trying to make sure everyone getting a run, and um, yeah, it was a different headache to have. So numbers are is numbers down just in the men's or in the women's as well? Uh, the women's are down a little bit. We've lost a couple, um, and the men we've lost the the guys to that went back to the league, but um, yep. or we've got a, a few coming back that didn't play last year, so. Good stuff. From what what well, listen to everyone, they don't they're playing, but um, <laughs> until it's until very registered, <laughs> yeah, until they're registered and turning up the training week in and week out, um, I'm only I can only go off what they're saying. So I think we'll be fine, but yeah, um, yeah. well, no, no one, I just prefer no. them all there. No one likes pre-season training, especially when most clubs are training on the beach. <laughs> Soft sand <laughs> sucks. <laughs> we've we've been fortunate enough to. Um, at the uh, Greenpoint Christian School, so we've oh, got an yeah. oval. Yeah, so I can understand the uh, <laughs> them not turning up to the beach because I don't like walking on the sand, short legs <laughs> and all. <laughs> uh, good stuff. So, mate, uh, what's happened in the in the rugby club? Yeah, many changes of personnel, coaching wise. Um, obviously, there's a fair bit of player movement with the um, a few league boys uh, sort of heading back. You hopefully might keep a few, but uh, what about in the coaching ranks? Uh, how, how are you looking there? Yeah, we've had um, Stu Jenkins has come on board for second grade. Uh, Tommy Russell got a job up Tari, so he's moved on for now. And um, we've got uh, super coach Todd Wadey back on board. Back at the helm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we've, we've got some good assistants coming on board I'll as well. So, um, I'll tell you what, you've got some weight in the coaching ranks. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't get much much time for barbecue food, so um, yeah, it's right. all gone. <laughs> so, so you got any, any new players are yeah. coming on board at all? Any uh, players of note or, or anyone to look out for this year from Avoca? Yeah, uh, Fion Anderson Foley. Um, he's a good he's hooker, been, isn't he? He goes well, doesn't oh, he? Gun. He's been great. There's not there's nothing from his bad game to his his best game. He's, he's always high quality. It's consistent. Uh, He's been training, training well, yeah. and we've got Eden McQueen will come into the senior squad this year, and he, he's all quality. So hopefully, yeah. what position does he play? Add stuff. He's a back rower. Yep. So yeah. um, he's come through the junior rep footy, and yeah, we're sort of pretty excited to see how he'll go this year. 
Is is he is he um is he still school age or is he just left school now? No, he's left school now. Yeah, right. So last year was his last year. Yeah, no, he's a uh, he's a good young up and come football. We saw him play. He came off uh, the bench, I think, a couple of times last year from memory. Um, yeah, towards the back end. Yeah, I think he played in the semi-finals. Remember him coming on? He's one of those one of those young players. Who's, oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah. never tackled. He, he uh, you got to you got to stop him. You know what I mean? He, yeah. yeah, he's got a lot of drive in him. He's, yeah, looks good. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. The uh, you got some great young talent in the forward pack, which uh, which is exciting. Yeah, so, um, it's certainly still a young side. Um, which I think they they're going to keep improving each each year. They just got to uh, stay together and do the work off the part. Yeah, so that's, that's the hard part. Yeah, and I guess that's uh, that's one of the tasks that uh, the rugby club itself has got to has got to do, and that's create an environment that uh, players want to stay around and, mm-hmm. and be around. So, uh, mate, Justin, thanks for joining us on the podcast. It's been great to have you along, and uh, and all the best to the uh, the Sharks in twenty twenty one. Thank you, and yeah, thanks for having me. Go on your fast. Cheers, mate. All right, Barthy, that wraps up another week of the podcast. Week two, done and dusted. A bit smoother this week, I must say. Yeah, just a little. We're back into yeah. the, the swing of things. Not fully, but... Um, It'll continue to get better. <laughs> promise. We hope. <laughs> hey, uh, before, we, before we shut it down... A quick shout out to uh, to everyone to tag us in your uh, in your social media post to get yourself in the running for the the uh, weekly giveaway. So tag us at uh, Instagram at Unplugging Central Coast Rugby and uh, Facebook it's B and B Unplugging Central Coast Rugby. Yep, as much as you can help promote us, push us around, um, tag us in any of your posts. The biggest thing is you know the Saturdays are starting to kick off, so um, if you're out having a beer at a ground or you're playing, yeah, even just, even midweek training. Yep. Anything to do with rugby, anything that you want us to know about, we'll uh, we'll get you in the draw. Yep. So, uh, mate, I've heard the stone throw has been um, been knocking at the door too, pestering. Pe- stones are stones have been thrown everywhere. We're holding back at the moment. The forts the forts holding strong. Yeah. But um, I think in the coming weeks the stone thrower can be held back no more. That should be interesting. So uh, a long preseason um, to, uh, to work work to work on the arm. <laughs> <laughs> Might be some big stones this year. Yeah, so we, uh, we look forward to the return of the stone thrower in, uh, that, in the coming weeks. Yeah, that will be exciting. Uh, we'll cover a few more clubs next week as well. Um, just another big shout-out to all the women in the game. Um, just what brilliant job you guys do, and, and the game couldn't exist without you. And, and uh, not just for International Women's Week, but it's a perfect platform for us to give you thanks. So uh, thank you. Thanks, guys. See you next week.